Welcome, Epic Human. Welcome back to the Epic as Fuck podcast. We are at episode 12, and this episode is the power of personal branding. What led me to want to talk about personal branding was in the midst of this pandemic, it has become increasingly more important for us to become self-sufficient and self-responsible. And with that comes taking complete and full responsibility for our finances, for our financial abundance. And a part of this is personal branding. So personal branding is something that we all have at our fingertips. And listen, I'm not saying this is for everyone. I'm saying this is for the listeners. If you're here, you're an epic as fuck human, you're working on taking radical self-responsibility for your life, well, personal branding, which means using your story and your strengths to help solve problems for other people. So you look at yourself as the business, your personal Instagram as the business, right? You're not creating a separate service. And you do this to solve problems and leverage your story and expertise to solve those problems and get paid to do so. And I'm not so much talking about influencers, like you can go in the influencer direction or the business direction. I'm more so talking about leveraging personal story and expertise and vantage points for a personal branding business. So with that being said, I felt it was appropriate to talk about this and I am interviewing a guest. Her name is Authentically Sophie on Instagram and she is a social media business coach. She helps people increase their sales, their revenue and drive business growth by using social media. And I reached out to her and we had this really amazing conversation and we we go over a couple of different things that were really important for me to get across. The first is the mindset of personal branding. So to me, I have struggled big time with personal branding. I'm able to identify a market need and create a business around that, an external business, a third party business that's external to me as a person. But when it comes to personal branding, I feel like I get in my own way. I feel like there's this quality of enmeshment, like I'm too close to it. It's There's not as many degrees of separation between me and my personal brand because personal branding is really about leveraging you, your strengths and your expertise to solve problems versus you know, opening a separate business. So we go over the mindset of personal branding, the mindset shifts that are required to build a truly powerful personal brand. And we also talk about engagement. You know, we we hear so much about this word engagement, it's a buzzword. It's like, you gotta engage, right? Engagement is what the number one revenue generating activity is, as Sophie puts it, but it's like, that sounds all well and good, but what is engagement? And what really was cool about this was what came through for me is, you know, I think, People that have built businesses, entrepreneurs that have built businesses that are primarily like service businesses that network, they go out and network, they build their network. Sometimes coming on Instagram and coming online to build a business can be a little bit weird. It's not the same as being in person. It's not the same as networking over email or in person, but we were able to do it. This was relate online actions and activities to offline actions and activities so that you can now have an objective view of your online activities and not get so worked up and confused and frustrated when you're not getting the results you want because now you can relate the online activity to the offline activity. So this would be a really cool 
reframe for anyone that has been forced to go online during this pandemic, but has been a little bit lost and confused as to the results they're getting. Like if you're a powerful business person, you're not getting the results that you normally get because you're totally and completely 100% online now, this will be a great reframe for you. So I loved that part. All right, let me stop running my mouth and let's get into this episode. Just a side note, I recently moved to Florida, which is why I haven't been as active with the podcast. I am now looking at my new view, which includes a huge body of water and palm trees. So I feel incredibly blessed to be here. Just wanted to share that with you all. But let's get into this. Let's get into the power of personal branding and how you can build a personal brand and create an asset that is valuable to you and people that need you and your help. So sit back, relax, pop some earbuds in, take some notes, reframe your mind, reframe your perception, and let's get into it. Thanks, Epic as fuckers. And we're on. So welcome, Sophie. I don't even know your last name. (laughs) What is your last name? It's Henderson. Sophie, Sophie Henderson. Henderson. Welcome to the podcast, Sophie. So um, Sophie is the owner of Authentically Sophie, and she's a social media manager turned certified social media consultant and business social media coach and also NLP practitioner. So I'm really excited to have Sophie because personal branding has been something I've always thought a lot about and have given a try and attempted in the past and have come back have come back to over and over again as I build my relationship with personal branding. You know, I have a couple different businesses and personal branding is just so different than branding of an actual company that's different from you. So I wanted to talk, you know, that's what we're going to get into today is the benefit of personal branding, the value and what it actually means and who it's for. Because I think people think it's like just for influencers or whatever. And it's really, especially in COVID and in the times we're in, it's for everybody. At least people that want to like have control over their environment or over their money-making capabilities. So... Welcome, Sophie. Thank you for being here. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. I'm really excited about this, actually. Awesome. So give us your journey to where you're at now. You know, I saw some of your journey on your website from being a social media manager to the coach, but give us the inside look into your journey where you're at now. I actually started out just by helping. I have friends in businesses and she needed help with her social media. I was like, yeah, uh, sure, I can help you. And that that (laughs) just started this whole snowballing thing. But I really loved it. I really loved it. So I got certificates in it and I helped other businesses with it. And then I started freelancing and that kind of... I really love working from my home. I really love being a freelancer and I set up my own business instead. And then I really love helping people. So I I got certified as a coach and that, you know, it just one thing built on another. And now I just do this full time and I help entrepreneurs with their businesses on social media and I help them with their, you know, branding and how to build a strong brand online that really stands out from the competition. And uh, yeah, I just really love what I'm doing today. As I've heard, it's very millennially. I've heard <laughs> it's very, it's the millennial way of doing business or it's the very modern way of doing business. Times are always changing and that's just people's way of putting a light. That's the story they tell themselves, but maybe it's oh, yeah. true. <laughs> Nothing it's wrong with it. Really- 
times change and people that are getting older have a hard time to accepting that, but that's normal. That's like, we're the dominating generation now. So of course it's going to be the millennial way of doing things. Like, absolutely. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. So tell us from your perspective, um, what is the value of personal branding and what even is personal branding? Cause I really think people get it twisted. Like, and you know, I need to be an influencer. I need to be selling a product, but what is the value of it? Who is it for? And like, just what's your take on it? Because this is your focus. Yeah. Well, it's so funny that you mentioned it because I actually just, just got out of a coaching call and she is pivoting her online presence. She got a podcast herself and she's pivoting towards uh, offering services as well. And she's asked me if she needs to rebrand and she asked me about how to set everything up and stuff. And I'm like, because she's scared of losing her audience and she's scared of losing her people. If she starts offering things, they, um, they don't want to hear or, you know, that we have fears. Um, but I told her that they're going to stay because of her brand. Like she has a very strong brand and she abandoned herself very well. So people are really resonating with her brand and her brand is her, how she puts herself out there and how she talks and how she writes and just she got a strong brand so her followers are going to stay because of that they still want to see more of her no matter what she's doing and that is the value of having a strong brand because it really just speaks it's uh, for me it's a lot tied to your values and how you position yourself and you know a reflection of you in your business does that make sense Yes, but what is her brand? Like, okay, so her brand is her, but is she selling a service? Is she, well, how is she monetizing? And because, so I've seen a couple different takes on personal branding. Like, personal branding to me, like, I've tried the route of like sharing all of myself and like it's almost like a diary, and that can just turn people off, like, unless you're adding value to them and like solving their problems, right? So, there's a difference between like a diary and people following you just because they like what you have to say versus you're solving people's problems, giving them value, and actually selling something. So, I mean, what is this client providing to her people that you're saying they are going to follow her regardless of what she's talking about? Well, I always, well, let's start with what a brand is. Cause I always say, tell them that like, okay, what do you want people to say behind your back about you? You know, what do you want to, what do you want to hear people say about you if they talk about you? Cause that is your brand. Yep. Um, and that you can, you can monetize on that through what, there's a difference between a brand and a niche, right? What people say behind your back is your brand and what your niche is, is more what your business is. So this girl, for example, she got a podcast and she is doing, she got affiliates and she's on working on her own business and stuff. But she, I can't talk about her because of confidentiality reasons, mm-hmm. but I can name a generic client here. And you as a brand can monetize through a lot of different things depending on what your brand is, right? So it depends on what services you want to offer as well. This depends on what your business is. And if you don't have a, a business and you still you can still have a brand, like influencers, for example, they are their own brands. People buy into who they are a lot. And if you're an influencer that want to make more money, they can set up their own courses on how to grow your Instagram, for example, or really how to 
they can use, for example, if they have a certain way of editing, they can start a course on how to edit that certain way that they have done that people really like, you know, that can be part mm -hmm. of their brand. But their brand can still be that this generic influencer comes, that their gen brand can be that they're very genuine or their brand can be that they're very <laughs> strong minded or very hard on, you know? Yeah, I don't know absolutely. if any of this makes sense. <laughs> right. No, it does. But see here, I'm trying to, what I want to do is like present the value of, so there's people, everyone has, there's a lot of people that have an Instagram, but not everybody's a brand. Yes. Technically yeah. from one viewpoint, everyone's a brand because everyone's showing up in some way. They have some kind of following and they are making certain people feel a certain way, whether they're monetizing or not, whether they're adding value or not they're making people feel a certain way, but there's a point where you actually are look at yourself like a brand versus just someone with an Instagram account. Right. So yeah. what is the value of, in, of going from, I post pictures on Instagram to I'm going to approach my life as and creating a personal brand. Like what is the value of that? The value of having a personal brand is, well, if we're going to go back a little bit, the value of having a personal brand can be that you can pivot uh, but people will still stay because of the brand you have built. Does that make sense? You can pivot in the content you post. You can pivot in the business you do. You can pivot through uh, pretty much whatever you want and the services you offer and whatever it may be. But people still people still stand by you because of your brand and how strong it is and the brand you've built because they really love it and they, it resonates with them. Does that make more sense? Yeah. Do you think that it's easier to do that as a personal brand versus a company that's a brand? Yes, I do. Cause it's more approachable. It's more, and if we're going to, if we're going to go down that route, that is why, why I hear that it's a millennial way of doing business because people buy more from people these days. People really want to know who they're buying from. They want to really trust the one they're buying from and they don't want to buy from a business anymore they want to feel like they are connected to someone you know and this is why also branding is so important especially if you have your own personal brand because it makes you feel more approachable it makes you more if you it builds another layer of, of security or safety with your audience and personality with your audience it makes them feel part of a bigger project than just a business you know Yes. And I want to add to that because to, to me, how I see personal branding is it, it creates more freedom. It creates yeah. radical self-responsibility and it allows you to control your destiny. So for, I don't like to talk about COVID and all that stuff too much because I don't, I don't like to play into it, but times are changing. Like people think like, oh, this is all going to go back to normal. Well, no, there's no normal going backward. There's going to be a new normal. We're evolving rapidly. Things are changing. Yeah. And People have lost their jobs. People, their businesses have changed and they have to be able to adapt. But if you are someone that looks at yourself like a personal brand to offer value and then to be able to monetize and make money and change on a dime, like you're building freedom for yourself and you're building adaptability so that you can thrive in times like this versus be a, for, I don't want to say that word, be indebted to an employer that is, can fire you on the, you know, the drop of a dime. You know what I mean? Like to me, oh, it's radical yeah. self-responsibility. Like I've always had businesses. I've never, I'm unemployable, but even <laughs> with personal branding, this leads me Where to my I? next, 
You're unemployable. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm absolutely unemployable. I wonder, have you ever heard of human design by chance? Yes, I have. Do you know your, uh, your design? I'm always, I this don't. is like my favorite thing to talk have, about it. Okay. <laughs> I haven't ventured it. into it. <laughs> my That's boyfriend funny. has, but. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We could talk about that separately then, but I found out, yes, I had a reading yesterday and I have, um, it's like the queen in my, in my chart. So I have to like be the ruler <laughs> and it all made, it all made sense. Anyway. So <laughs> I want to, I want to talk about what you were saying with creating that level of closeness. It's like more creating more safety with your, as a personal brand with the people following you. And it, it leads me to my next point, the mindset of personal branding. So what I find affects me, i i been doing branding and brand development since I was little for companies, right? For the companies I've built. It's been really natural for me. But when I look at personal branding, I find that I get the word that comes up is enmeshment. Like I find that I'm so close to it that I can't like, it's hard to objectively look at, like you would a business, you objectively look at it. Here's the need. Okay. I can create a brand and have this messaging and tell this story and make people feel this certain way. But I feel like it's harder for personal branding for me personally, and maybe some other people out there, cause they feel so close to it. So like, what are some, and I'll bring you up maybe NLP, cause I know you're, you're certified. Like what are some of the mindset shifts to get over, like feeling like you're almost too close, right? You are you, your personal brand is you. So how do you look at your personal brand objectively to actually have the, res- like create the business you want to create? Does that make sense? I think, yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I think I understand what you what you mean. Um, but this is honestly, I would recommend if you can't, if you can't. I have the ability to build, I think, a strong personal brand um, fairly naturally because I can take myself away from it and give it the outside point of view that is needed, just like I would the business, you know. Um, and I think that's, I think you need to have that to understand that you, you can't take things, when you build a personal brand, for example, you can't take things personally. That's, that is one thing that it's not, you can take it seriously, but you cannot take it personally. Um, because a lot of the things that are required to build a strong personal brand is that you need to be a little vulnerable. You need to maybe share a little story. You need to build this whole just like you would a business culture or company culture. You need to build that with your brand as well. You need to reflect your values. Like my values are that I'm genuine and I'm real and I'm honest. I'm very straightforward, authentic, and people love that and resonates with a lot of my followers, for example. So, but that also goes with, with me maybe having to put myself out there a little bit as real and as vulnerable and as authentic, you know? And if someone comments something bad or if someone doesn't disagree with me or whatever it may be, I cannot take that personally. Um, I can take it seriously, like I said, but I cannot be offended by it because it's not a reflection of me. It's my brand, you know, it's my messaging, it's my brand messaging, whatever it may be, just like I would a business. And if you can't separate the two, I would recommend hiring. This is why I am a business coach as well, because I help people with this, with building their brands. I give them that outside point of view to really like, like okay, let's let's see this as as not you as as an outsider's point of view as someone that is not emotionally attached to it, you know, because that's that's what it is. Your personal brand is very emotional and it's very raw for a lot of people. Not only me, but because it's a lot of yeah, it's a lot of values and there's a lot of emotion in there. 
Yeah, because like I said, like it feels like you're right up against it. There's not that yeah. separation. Like you have your, say you have a separate business, like a service business. It's not your name. It's not, yeah, you serve the business. You might be the owner, but it's not, it's a direct reflection of you in a way because you're, you have the radical self-responsibility. You're the owner. But when it comes to personal branding, it can get, maybe even especially for really emotionally sensitive people, they could take it too personally like you said i love yeah. that you said that's personal branding but you're not you can't take it personally that's so important that's so important how would you like say you had a client that was coming to you that had this issue that had like like you could see from the outside that they could solve some really big problems they were really valuable they like could like i said really help people but they were so caught up in it how could you help them like get that bird's eye view approach like what would what are some steps you'd like take them through I would try to help them. Well, I will help them really try to detach themselves to do a couple of practices that are helping them overcome. Because a lot of it comes down to, now we're going to venture into NLP a little bit, but a lot of it comes down to the stories we tell ourselves. And we read, we when we read a text about ourselves, let's say I create a post about myself like I did the other day, and then I read it, I see the full story because I know the full story, you know, and I see the emotions in there because they're my emotions. And it's hard to switch that off and then see the same text as just the story. Like I would read it if somebody else posted it. Does that make sense? And it's, I don't know how to explain this, (laughs) Um, but it's basically just trying to overcome the, a lot of it comes down to ego and pride. And it's also a, a trying to overcome fear of failure and rejection and stuff. And a lot of like the basic human emotions that we have and the basic human fears that we have. It's a lot about overcoming that so we can actually post it without being too emotionally attached to it. Mm-hmm. That's where it all starts. And it's all about overcoming like I said about ego, that we want everyone to understand us. Maybe we expect everyone to understand my story just because I posted it. We have to understand that we are not for everyone and it all starts with being accepted. So that that is really where I bring my clients if they want to venture down that path because it can be very emotional to overcome these emotions. And it's a very, very hard to really put yourself in that vulnerable spot with me, for example, to, which is why I'm so close with my clients because it's a very vulnerable spot they're in to confess all of this and really work through all of these things to be able to share the post. Even if it's just, this may sound stupid to a lot of people because it's just another post on social media, it's just about your brand, you know? But if you share something vulnerable, for example, if you share a story, if you share something that is tied to your personal branding, it can be since it's a reflection of you and your brand, it can be very emotionally tied to you, which is why you react so with heartache, maybe if someone says a mean comment. You know, so it's easier to have that groundwork done before you post than to have it pick it up when when you feel like people are attacking you because they didn't understand what you said. Does that make sense? No, it does. It's it's it does. Being misunderstood is hard for a lot of people. And I like how you said that it's a lot to do with ego. Like this isn't so much about what, like the posting, the business side of it. It, Do you find that with your clients, it's a lot more, it tends to be more 
mental than tactical and strategic? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny because they always come to me and they're asking for like, how can I strategize and what are the next steps to systemize my business? And then they get stuck in their egos and they get stuck in their fears and they get stuck in the emotional side of all of it, which is why I'm a life and business coach because you are not your business. You are not your brand, but they are tied together with you. You know, it all intertwines if you're an entrepreneur. So really just overcoming that and accepting that and understanding that and understanding yourself better really helps you show up better as a brand. Yeah. No, I love this. This is, this is huge. Yeah. Yeah. People, humans like to think we can, cause generally, you know, the people you work with are probably smart and logical and analytical and we think we can logic and analyze and strategize our way around the personal (laughs) with personal branding and it's not possible you're just going to get stuck you can only build a system so far that that you can't systemize your emotions and your feelings yeah Exactly. And this is what I feel like separates a lot of people when it comes down to success as well. The people that are truly successful. Success is a lot of more, it's a lot of things. We all define success differently. But when it comes down to being successful, no matter how you define it, a lot of people that are truly successful have done the hard emotional backend work with themselves just as they have done with their businesses. Yeah. I got my personal uh, Instagram. I took a hiatus because I said, I want to have an empowering relationship with this platform. Like my businesses are going well on Instagram, really great at creating content, connecting with people, adding value. Like we do well, but the personal side, it's like, it's night and day. I like, like I said, I'm a branding person. I've been doing that since I was little. And I feel like a beginner when it comes to my personal branding at times. So I took a hiatus from Instagram and I said, I'm going to build like an empowering relationship with Instagram for my personal personal brand. And I'm not going to come back until I know what problem I'm solving, who I'm solving it for and what I'm talking about and what I'm going to show up and say, because I felt like I was showing up and kind of just like posting what I felt would be impactful, impactful or what I felt um, I wanted to post thinking it would get results that I didn't even know what results I was trying to get. And I was like, this is just way too unorganized. It feels shitty. I have a disempowering relationship. I need to step off and I'm getting training now. Um, And yeah, just like being able to do that was like, I needed to do it. Like in order to come back and build a, like build an empowering relationship with the app and with how I feel about it. And to know I'm actually like showing up and solving problems and not just like winging it. You cannot wing your personal brand. That's where strategy is like really important. Knowing who you're serving, what you're talking about, what problems you're going to solve for people and not making it about you. Because although personal branding is yours, it's not about you. You share you to help and impact other people, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. And it's so important that I really, I got stuck with how you feel. You said you feel the way you feel about Instagram and the way you feel about the content and the way you feel. Because that is where, like we said, that is where it all starts. It It should feel good to post. It should feel empowering to show up. It should feel like you're helping. It should feel in all these all these positive emotions is what you should feel when you start like showing up for yourself or your brand or your business. And you start really building on any kind of social media platform. It's really just, it should, 
at the bottom line should feel good. If it feels bad, you're probably doing it wrong or there's something that you need to work through or maybe strategize. But the other half of it is just as important to actually strategize and to actually know, like you said, what you're talking about, why you're talking about it and the results you want to create and why you want to create those results as well. Yeah. Yeah. In the course I'm in, um, I don't know if you're familiar with this entrepreneur, but she basically, her whole business is built around teaching coaches how to monetize and on Instagram. And her name is Rachel Bell. I don't know if you're familiar with her. her. I'm in her IG stories course. She basically just, she teaches you how to sell on stories and she, she's bringing every, you know, bringing you through like all these different steps to take to build your personal brand. And one of the steps I really enjoyed was like, she took you through the brand archetypes and actually like choosing archetypes that you can identify with as a way to help you understand that how to show up so you have the impact of that type of archetype. So if you're like the sage archetype, you're more of a teacher, you're maybe more spiritual, or if you're the innocent archetype, you're really light and like make people feel really like seen. And like, that was really helpful. Um, something else that was helpful was she took you, she had you write out like a list of 30 problems that your potential clients could be feeling and then like go and write like 30 ways to solve it. And then you can like recycle through that content every 30 days. I thought that was like a really cool strategy. Do you have any other strategies for like maybe people like know that they want to build a personal brand, but they're not really sure like where to start? Like how would you, would you generally start with mindset strategy or, or kind of like a both? I, it depends a lot on the person, to be honest, because a lot of mm-hmm. people can come a long way just by having having a, a strong social media presence, you know, even through just systemizing and posting content, even though they don't do any of the mindset work. But a lot of people need the mindset work first, because I hear a lot of people, and I'm sure everyone has felt or heard someone else feel that they're scared of going on video or they lack confidence in going on video. If you talk about video and, or they don't know what to post and they don't know if what they, the draft they have is good enough. And they don't know if it is actually beneficial for people. And they don't know, you know, they're scared of putting themselves out there. It feels uncomfortable talking to the camera. And I hear it all the time, like, Sophie, what should I post? And a lot of that starts with overcoming that mind, those mindset blocks, you know, you're not confident talking on camera because well, one is a little unnatural to talk to your phone if you're not used to it. But what's really holding you back, if we're going to go dig in it, what's really holding you back from to show up and post on Instagram stories or video is that you're not confident and you're lacking the confidence and that you're lacking that confidence because you probably don't feel like you have the authority to talk about what you're talking about, or you probably feel like you're just winging it because you are not good enough or you're not an expert enough. You don't have all these things you see everyone else have. And you, you know, it comes down to that. So if, um, I would recommend starting to work on that, work through the mindset blocks first, identify and really be honest with yourself about what kind of blocks that you are facing and what kind of blocks you have. Even if you don't confess it out loud or to somebody else, just, you know, confess it to yourself and understand that these are shit I need to work on and be honest with yourself. And then when you're ready, if you're ever ready (laughs) to, uh, sometimes you have to jump, you know, but just before you're ready. But some people just, yeah, 
So even if you're ready or not, at some point, if you really want to keep going, if you really want to go and build a strong band, if you're facing these blocks, you have to work through it with yourself or with through help, you know? And this is why I work through uh, belief busting a lot when we really sit down with like a therapeutic piece of pen and paper and you write it all down and then you write out what is actually tangible results, what is real, what is true, and not what your mind is feeding you or telling you. So that is one of the practices you could do. So yeah, identify what you're feeling and what is what do you what do you need to overcome and then two is to try to overcome it and overcome it if you can't do it alone ask for help because there's no shame in asking for help either because all of us are facing this and all of us have even people you see as some guru or expert or someone you look up to that is super successful they also have these blocks but they might look different than yours because they work through the ones you have if you're already starting for example we can't compare our chapter one to somebody else's chapter 20 so we're all we're all struggling at some at something you know so so step, step number two is basically overcoming that and then step number three is to just do it because yeah. you will, and you will be, you will might never be ready to to confess to yourself what's wrong with you, or what what do you need to overcome, what are your limiting beliefs, whatever you wanna, what you wanna say, tell yourself. You might never be wrong, right. You might never be ready to confess that to yourself or somebody else. And you might never feel ready to overcome and work on it because it's a lot of hard work and there's a lot of vulnerability there. And maybe you're never ready to feel like you're never ready to show up on camera. And at some certain point, you have to prioritize what you want. How willing are you? Are you willing to look stupid? Are you willing to be vulnerable? Are you willing to ask for help? Are you willing to be honest with yourself to get to where you want to be, to be successful, to have a strong presence online, to have a strong, successful brand or business? Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of that, you know, when it comes down to it. Ooh, mic drop. Nice rant. <laughs> oh, and, <laughs> no, I do too. And Sophie, just so you guys know, she put wrong with you in air quotes. She, she wasn't saying yes. there's anything wrong. With you. I, yeah, I don't like anyone to think that there's anything wrong with them. It's like we always no, have things there's never. Want, yeah, we want to work through, but we don't need to fix ourselves because if you think you need to no. fix yourself, you're going to be a perpetual state of fixing. I've tried it. It doesn't fucking work. Don't oh, yeah, me it. too. <laughs> it doesn't fucking work. Like you said, there's never something wrong with any of us. Like we all have our shit and we all have our bad days and we all have our limiting beliefs and we all have our struggles. But there's there's nothing wrong with that. It's completely normal and it's normal yes. to have these emotions and these days and these beliefs and you know, it's just a matter of, like I said, understanding what they are, trying to overcome them, ask for help if you can't, and there's no shame in that. Yeah. And something that two things came up when you were talking is one, the mindset. And so the mindset, right, the internal work and then the strategy, the external work build on each other. So you can't, so for me, right, like I have the confidence, I can show up on the camera. Like I don't mind looking at myself. Like all those things weren't a huge issue for me, but I was like, why don't I have a why don't I feel good showing up? It's because I didn't have the strategy. I didn't know what problem I was trying to solve. It's like every other time I've built a business, I know I have to solve a problem. I have to communicate that problem. I have to like 
create a great user experience. And then for some reason I was bypassing all of that with my personal brand being a complete hypocrite. And I was like, wait, that's the part I'm missing. So I'm actually excited to get back to Instagram when that's all done. Cause that, so what I'm saying is it builds on each other, right? The mindset may be quote unquote missing or the strategy, but once you get one moving and then you put the other one on top and then you show up, it's like a snowball. They're going to build on top of each other. So it's not like one comes before the other or one's more important. You have to do both at the same time and take action, build on each other. Yeah. And, and it also goes like, let's say you have, you're lacking confidence to show up on camera and then you work through the mindset blocks and you are actually showing up on camera now for the first time and you feel really good about it. Yeah. You're going to lose all that if you only do it once in your life, you know, you right. can't be like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> and then expect amazing results. Like, yeah, you did it. You should be proud of it. You should absolutely celebrate it. And then you're going to be like, shit, I did it. It wasn't as terrible as I thought it would be. Okay, I overcame the the block here, the mindset block. But that doesn't help you. Let's say the goal here is to land sale through Instagram story. That doesn't help you land a sale through Instagram story. You're going to have to consistently do that in order to get the results you want. Yep. Consistency. Yep. Is everything. Well, it's not everything, but it's most things. People, I don't know. So I don't know what the cognitive bias or dissonance is of like the human bias that like you show up once and you think you get the result. Like that's not how it works. Like <laughs> yeah. it's just not how it works. It's like going on a diet. So like I've been on a diet all week. <laughs> yeah. Going to the gym, it. anything. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't know where that, that, that bias or thing comes from, but it's very odd that humans experience that. Um, oh, yeah. Awesome. I want to move to the whole engagement thing. I saw on your website that you wrote engagement is queen. And then I was saying to Sophie before we started that on my, my permit coordination company, we, I say content's queen, but she, she, she said content's king, engagement's queen. And I really, I like that. Um, and also on your website, you say that engagement is the number one revenue generating activity. So explain yeah. what engagement actually is. Is it like, I pop on someone's profile and I leave one comment once, or is it you choose a certain group of people and you're going to like continually comment and engage with those people? Like what is engagement and like, how do you actually do it in a way that doesn't drive you crazy? So like a system you could build around engagement. <laughs> well, engagement is, uh, well, it's, if you go engage with a lot of people's accounts, or if people go engaging with yours, they basically comment, they slide in your DMs, they like your stuff and they, you know, all forms of engagement, swipe up on your stories and send you emojis, <laughs> any form of connection with you or your content is a form of engagement. And this is where a lot of people go wrong because they think they can just go engage with a shit ton of accounts and then expect results. And then they come to me and like, well, I'm doing all these things. I'm on Instagram five hours a day. What am I doing wrong? Mm. <laughs> yeah. And it's basically just, you can't just go like a comment and scroll through your feed and like, or like a photo. And you can't just scroll through your feed and like photo after photo after photo after photo. Because, okay, you like a bunch of photos. You know, it's not, people react and just like, you know, I know if I would go on, if someone would come to my profile and comment something genuine and something very important or something they can help me with, or I understand that they read my post, so they really gave me a valuable comment, I am going to start being like, hmm, I'm going to respond to this. Who is this person? I'm going to go to their profile. I might give them a follow. I might go engage back with their things. So that is the difference. People usually think that they can just go like a bunch of shit and they expect people to just rein in on them. But that's 
typically not how it works. You typically have to, to go do genuine engagement with someone. You have to leave genuine comments. You have to maybe reach out and respond to their stories, not just with an emoji, but with, with a comment of like, oh, hey, I have a puppy too, or whatever it may be to build some kind of relationship with them. Or maybe you like a couple of their photos, not to be spammy, but because you actually resonated with their content. So that is the, the first thing. And then the second thing is about finding your people because you don't want to get, you just don't want to do all these things with people that are never going to, let's say the end is a sale here, never going to buy from you. If, the, if, if you want to grow your account and have followers, you don't want to do this with, let's say you have a flower business and you want a bunch of followers. If you go engage with hockey accounts, they're most likely not going to follow you, you know? So finding these people that really you can help or resonates with you and your brand is the second step. So go engaging with them and you can find them through hashtags that they would use, for example. So think about your ideal customer, client or follower and what hashtags would they use? Search for it and then you go find a couple of posts and you generally engage with those couple of posts and you start that whole relationship building factor with them. Because that is the actual <laughs> revenue generating generating activity is the relationship building that engagement brings, you know. Yeah, and you can't just leave one comment one time. Like you have to go back, right? Like, am I yeah. right on that? You, yeah, because yeah. it seems like a petty comment, but or a petty question. But it's like. I don't even think you could expect to show up once and leave a really well thought out comment and then leave it at that. Like maybe, but probably not. So what was coming up? So this is weird, right? So as humans, like we can, it's probably easier generally for people to like meet someone in person and build a relationship naturally. Social media, I think we've, we've been challenged with, it kind of is unnatural. It's not like the norm, like it, it reflects aspects of the tribalness of humans, but it's just different than being in person. Like I can network, I can talk to people, I can build relationships in person really strong. But when it comes to social media, I've always felt this like fakeness about it. Um, and getting over that mindset shift is a big thing, but something, and I want to talk about that, but something that came up is like, how can we relate this to something that we feels more normal is like, say you're connecting with someone on email. And you say, hey, uh, you know, I saw you at this networking event, would love to set up coffee, right? Or would love to get on the phone with you. There's a next prompt. And then you have that phone call, you have that coffee, and then there's a follow-up. And then maybe there's like, okay, I have a project coming up. Can we chat about it? Like there's all these different things that lead up to you even doing business with that person. So maybe if like someone... Because for me, this is almost my own mindset shift in the moment is like, imagine you're building this relationship with someone outside of Instagram. Like, how would it happen? There would be multiple touch points. There'd be maybe a phone call, like maybe a couple emails back and forth for months, right? So you like, I think there's something about this instant gratification of Instagram and social media that almost takes the best networker and the best relationship builder and business person in person and makes them a beginner on Instagram. Cause it, it just feels, yeah, it feels different. It's just different. Can you talk about that? Cause yeah, I actually had, I actually had the uh, girl slide in my DMs yesterday. 
Uh, and she said that because of COVID and everything going on, she had to move. Uh, well, yeah, she had to move her business online, and she is struggling with networking, and she's struggling with connecting with people and make sales and stuff because she is so used to doing that in person. Her whole business was in person, and she asked me for help on how to like transfer that online and have the same results. And for me, it's so much easier because I have always done it online. I never, well, I have, but it's not the same for me to do in person. I struggle with that aspect of it and I'm really good online. Because it's like you said, it's the instant gratification that comes with the, the online space. And especially this is why I love Instagram. Instagram is the only platform that allows you to interact with somebody else within a couple of seconds through their stories. This is why Instagram stories are so powerful because you can just swipe up and send an emoji and then you have a connection. <laughs> it's usually not very relationship building, but the same goes with if you swipe up some stories and you leave an actual comment. Like I said, oh, I have a puppy too, or I am very interested in what you're saying. Can you tell me more about this? This is how she found me, for example, because I went on my Instagram stories yesterday and I talked about transparency in business and I talked a little bit about business online and stuff. She actually swiped up because she saw me and then she sent me a DM and was like, hey, can you help me with my business online? I'm struggling with all these sales and networking and stuff. So, and that is powerful. Having that instant connection is so powerful because it's very straight to the point a lot of the time or it's very... You have the immediate connection point. You don't have to beat around the bush. You don't have to wait a couple of months. You still have to build relationships with people, of course, over a period of time if you want to make a sale and that whole jazz. But that is something else. It's just the the instant relationship building factor that comes with the online space. Mm. And this, this relates back. We're going to jump back a little bit to personal brands. And the post I had the other day when I shared something a little vulnerable and that really me giving a little bit of myself to my personal brand like this is my story this is something i've been through i'm a little vulnerable here and then people reading it and they they comment on it and we have that instant connection of oh she read my story we already have something to talk about which she could relate to me somehow through this story and now we have that connection point we can start building our relationship on mm. you know and that is also we just the natural way of because then she slid in my DMs and she's like, I love your post you shared and you honestly may tug in my heartstrings and I feel all these things now. And you know, and we started talking about it without even saying hi or introducing ourselves. <laughs> we had the in the immediate connection of something we could talk about, something we could share. You yeah. know? And there's an energetic component to it too, because as someone like for me, I find it I do I have to work on my relationship with the social media. Um relationship building but like for instance how we came in contact like I don't know how we originally did I have no idea but you messaged me and said hey let me know if there's anything you want to talk about I'm like uh okay yeah let's connect and then nothing happened and then I felt something I, I'm more of like an energy relationship builder I'm not like a go through the motions or whatever but like I I go off energy and something was just like just ask her to be on the podcast. Like, I don't like small talk. I don't want to have to do it through Instagram. I'm like, I'm just going to jump straight to the point. And it worked, but that's just who yeah. I am. That's what I would do in real life too, generally. So I just have to like treat myself and act with people how it would IRL on Instagram versus trying to like make 
this strategy work for me that maybe isn't even who I really am. So I, if I go off energy yeah. and I dive in head first and the people that I'm meant to work with respond to that, that's my strategy. So maybe yeah. look at, look at yourself. I, a lot of what's coming up and that this has never come up for me is this like, like trying to make things a metaphor. And right now it's like, well, how do you act offline and look at how you've had impact and built business and built relationships offline? How could you do that exact thing online versus like, yeah do a strategy that maybe someone could teach you, but like, does it actually feel natural to you? Cause there's things that feel natural, unnatural to me that might be feel natural to you, but they'll never feel natural to me just because they're a strategy. It's like, who am I in real life? And how can I be that exact person with how I approach relationship building, sending messages, blah, blah, blah. Do I dive right in? Or am I like a slow burn person and maybe try to like, take that online. And then also thinking about like how we were talking about if someone's just going through and like liking everyone's photos and then coming to you and being like, why am I getting results? Well, can you go to a networking event and just shake someone's hand and look at them in the eye and then not say anything? Can you shake someone's hand, look at them in the eye and not shake a hundred hands and then you leave? You're like, I didn't get any business contacts. I didn't make, well, did you fucking talk to anybody? (laughs) Exactly. So now like what I want to offer people in this moment and what's coming up is how can you literally look at Instagram and the online world like the offline world and everything you do online related to an action offline? So if you're commenting, that's like sending an email. If you're sending an emoji, that's like high-fiving someone. Like what's going to get a result and over how long and how many period, how, how long of a period of time? Yeah. And no matter if you do it online or if you do it offline or if you do it the modern like no matter what kind of marketing strategy you have, no matter what you do, all types of businesses, all types of sales, it all comes down to having some kind of relationship with the audience and converting them from a cold audience to a warm audience to a hot audience to someone that buys. And no matter what kind of business you have, it all comes down to that. And understanding how social media, just like they said, understanding how social media could work for you online and yeah, just like you said, an emoji can be high five. And it's, that is really, I think it's a mindset shift, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It is. And it just, like, just like I was helping a couple of clients uh, in the past overcome that they were just on Instagram for fun and social media just for fun. And it's just a tool if you're bored and um, it's just a lot of influencers. And they had all of these thoughts, you know, they could never do business seriously on social media and they could never do business seriously on Instagram. But, you know, when they had the the mindset shift of, well, treat your DMs like you would a CRM, you know, if you treat your Instagram stories the way you would marketing, um, if you treat your bio as a business card, if you do all these steps and see it as a business tool instead of just something you use when you're bored and you hope for the best, it really helps bring in results as well. Oh, I like that shift. Yeah. Yeah. Because when something is different, even though like technology is such a big part of our lives, it's if you don't shift your mindset to match the new like constructs, like you're going to be operating as the person that operated in real life. And then you're going to bring that mindset. You're not going to, instead of bringing that mindset and that strategy right to Instagram, you think you got to change everything when really you need to like adapt to who you taking that and bringing it. And maybe even like going from the online world to the offline world, like how you were saying, like you're, you feel better about the digital space and maybe that's just where you're meant to be, you know, but Yeah. yeah, I like those mindset shifts. Those are good. 
<laughs> but this is also like, I know I've worked with a couple of clients that have tried different strategies, engagement strategies, I mean, content strategies, posting strategies, and they've tried all these strategies and then downloaded all the freebies and they don't have any results. And it's, and then they come to me and they're like, what am I doing wrong? You know, I'm just spending all this time here and I'm, I'm doing everything they tell me to do. And it's, most likely because it's a generic <laughs> strategy that is just like, okay, go just like, um, just go comment on the first top post and this hashtag, the first six, whatever, you know, and it, that doesn't work because if it feels wrong to you, it's never going to work. And if you just go like someone's post, that's not going to work. Just like you said, treat your business online and your brand online, they would offline. Well, would you do business with a robot offline? No, like you can't expect to like take strategies and tactics and ex execute them perfectly and be like, I'm not getting results. Well, it's because you're being a fucking robot, not a human being. Yeah. Like you yeah. can't bypass the human aspect of it. Like just because it's technology doesn't mean that we're all robots. And like, come on. I mean, anyone that posts a story and then you get those automated sticker, yeah. you're like, what the Bots. fuck are you even bothering? Like what mm -hmm. result do you really think that's coming from that? Like it's, it, yeah. it just blows my mind that people are out there that think that that gets results, but yeah, you can't be a robot. You like, yeah, you can follow the step-by-step -step checklist, but is your heart in it? Are you connected to what you're doing? That's just like mindless stuff. Like, don't be lazy. Like, that's lazy. Yeah, it's, it's laziness in its own way. But if you can, if you can work that hard and execute a strategy and follow it step-by-step, -step, then, then bring your heart into it. Bring some purpose and humanity into it because you will have results versus someone yeah. that never shows up and expects results. Like you're already doing the hard part. Just like now infuse yourself and your personality into it, your humanity. Yeah. I feel like, and it's about working. I mean, some people work really hard and they lack the whole smart aspect. So it's really, really comes down to working smart as well. It's like you need to understand just like you see the mindset shift if you have that mindset shift just like your dms for example instead of just seeing them as okay that's a cool neat feature i can talk to my friends if you actually treat yeah. them like you would crm and if you actually because i personally for example have on instagram it lets you have the prioritized messages in one column and then you have the all the other messages in the second have you noticed that the, the general and the primary yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I have all my leads in the primary and then I have all the others mm. in the general. And that is just one way for me to easier, you know, connect with people that might want to do business with me or people I want to collab with or people I really resonate with and I want to stay in touch with. It really just keep, helps me to keep an eye on them and not just, you know, have them all disappear and I'm just chatting with my friends. Yeah. No, I like that strategy. Something we do in the company is um, any leads, any DMs, any anyone that's promising goes actually goes into our CRM. We go and enter them and we make sure we're tracking them that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but it, it also comes down to like, like that. It's working smart, not hard, you know? Yeah, 100%. I'm all about that. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of all about working smart and hard, but... <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> but we're we get Gemini. it. I'm an Aries, so of course we do that. Yeah, we're efficient. I'm an efficient freak, efficiency freak, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, is there anything else you'd like to offer? Any, you know, just like maybe during COVID, like any 
anything you're seeing as a pattern in your clients or that you can offer? If not, no worries. But if you want to have any final thoughts or offerings, now's your time. <laughs> I actually, I've seen a lot of people and I'm working with some clients now that are making huge shifts in their businesses right now, which is completely natural. And I think you have to make some kind of pivot or some kind of shift with this. You, business, you can run business as normal now because nothing is normal now. And a lot of people I work with come to me with help, with rebranding help or how they should pivot their messaging online or how they should create and build that strong personal brand and not just be... Because a lot of people get lazy or have been lazy and been sleeping on social media. Maybe they have a business profile with their logo and a couple of posts, but they haven't really, you know, utilized it. They haven't really used it to its full potential and thought through their content process or their DM process or, you know, how to connect with people and engagement strategies. And they haven't really thought through all of these things. And now... They're like, shit, what do I do? I have to make business online in one way or another. And they come to me for help. So I am actually having a offering on 25% off on all my coaching programs. If anyone's interested in that because of everything now. And I know money is tight and I know people are panicking and I know a lot of shit is happening and a lot of shifts are happening <laughs> everywhere. But you know, I have 25% off on my one-on-one -on -one coaching. And if anyone just needs the extra little push or the extra little tweak on some area, I actually sell just the modules on in my store on my website. So if you just need hashtag research so you can get seen by more people, I can teach you how to do it. You just download the file, you download the work material and stuff, and then you can just sit and do it yourself on your own time. And I have that with engagement strategy when I walk through it and how to treat Instagram as a sales funnel. And I have all of that in my store as well for very, very affordable. It's only $80 or $50 right now, I think. Awesome. Yeah. I looked at your, your modules. You have a lot of good stuff on there. It's awesome. Thanks for offering that. Um, well, it's, it, I think it's, it's not an, if, uh, well, it's not a, if you want to be on social media or if you want to be online now, it's like, you have to be. So it's a question mm -hmm. of when you want to be or, you know, sink or swim kind of scenario almost. And yeah, get with it. Basically, you got to get with the time, like time yeah. for a reason. Like, like I said, business isn't going to go back to as normal as usual. Things are transforming, changing, evolving, and you've got to evolve with it. And treat oh, it like yeah. a fun challenge, right? Like just and lever and I, my favorite word is leverage. Just like leverage it, like to, to benefit you and <laughs> your business. Like just just yeah. don't fight it. Don't fight it. Get help, whether you get yeah. coaching or you buy modules and yeah, just take and, like action. messy action forward. Yeah. All yes. kind of action. No perfection. No perfection. Yeah. The, people say knowledge is power, but like action is the true power here <laughs> and even yeah. if it's messy action just any freaking action forward moves you forward because you can never unlearn something you learned you can never really fail you can either you know learn or you succeed and you grow either way you're moving forward yeah yep human's number one purpose is to evolve and to grow so it's like allow you give yourself that priv the give yourself what your soul wants your soul is here to evolve yeah. it's like literally our only purpose not what we do down to people being that are root fears again we're scared of being right. 
feeling like failures. We're scared of being rejected. We're scared of, you know, all these things, but you know, it's just welcome to being human. (laughs) Yeah. We all feel those things. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're special, but you're not that special. Like we feel it with you. (laughs) I feel it. You feel it. The people with millions of followers feel it. Like don't put them on pedestals just because the, what the level you see them at, you know, like, Oh yeah. And when it comes to, especially because Instagram and Instagram, I'm just going to say that Instagram is such a power tool. I know people with like, I made my first client. I got my first client with less than 300 followers. I know people with like 2000 followers that make five, 10 figures. I also know people with 10,000 followers and more. They don't make anything or they make very little. And yes, money is not like the only measurement of success here, but when it comes down to making business happen on social media, you don't need a huge following for any of it. Yeah. And that's something I, that's a trap I fell into with my, not with my, my business, but with my personal brand. I'm like, I fell into the trap of like, like becoming an influencer versus just focusing on who's right in front of you. And yeah, like you can have two, 300 followers. I know people that make two, have two, 300 followers and we're making, like you said, like five figures, like, so yeah. it's doable. It's just how much value and how many problems you're going to solve and how consistent you're going to yeah. be and how hard are you going to work to get over yourself, essentially. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically that's it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this is an amazing chat. Where can people find you? Because this is very, very valuable information. Of course, <laughs> her links will be in the show notes, but yeah, well, they can find me at Authentically Sophie on Instagram. Well, I'm Authentically Sophie everywhere. On Instagram, okay. my website is all Authentically Sophie. Perfect. Well, thank you, Sophie. Thanks for being with us at the Epic as Fuck podcast. Really love this chat. And thank you. Thank you for having me. I've you had, are I've had fun. <laughs> me too. This is a great chat. Oh, so weird. We, so Sophie's in, you're in sweet. Sweden? Yeah, I'm in Sweden. Sweden. I'm in Philadelphia, USA. Uh, We had two messages on Instagram, and then we had a podcast scheduled. Knew nothing about each other, like, was just like, (laughs) I went for it. And then we were talking, and she, her ex-boyfriend is from Connecticut, which is where I'm from. And she lives halfway across the world from where I'm at. So that was really interesting. (laughs) See, that's the proof that, like, you can have your own strategy, and it works, because I went off the energy I felt. And look, there's the, there's the, the like the key or was it like the external validation that there was something there so, <laughs> yeah. anyway <laughs> i took all of my energy as well yeah yeah all right thanks for listening to the epic as fuck podcast we'll see you next time for another banter with a mover shaker rule breaker and maker doing things that are epic as fuck all right everyone have a great day thank you so much